Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Putin Bratwurst. Uh, today is the 21st of March. Mm -hmm. My name is Simon. I'm talking to you. Philip, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you doing? First, can you hear me? I can hear you very oh, well. That's good. That's and awesome. I can I can see you in a better quality actually than usually. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, better camera setup today. Nice. Nice. I can yeah. Did you have your beard grow longer because it looks much thicker than last time? Yeah, it is. It is growing, uh, and there's a reason for it. I uh, one of my one of my my closest friend is a, a movie director slash writer, oh. and he he hasn't done a movie in a while, and his portfolio is kind of out of date. So he asked me to play in a short film for him. Oh wow! And I'm gonna play a gruffy, scruffy um, cowboy. Oh, that's so cool. So I've never uh, ridden a horse in my life. I've never sat on a horse ever. So I'm going to have to play a scruffy cowboy, modern cowboy, not like a, not a cliche thing, more of a, like a modern, like, but you will have rider. to play sitting on a horse. Oh yeah. Well, I will. And his wow. cousin will be sitting like in front of me, but like crouching, like hugging the head of the horse. So we don't see her basically. because she's like an expert writer or something. Wow. Uh, it's going to be interesting. That's awesome. Have you ever done any acting before? So this guy, this this friend of mine, when we were teenagers, uh, he would spend the school year writing a movie, and during the summer we would film um, the movie each year. That's and cool. we made we made I don't know six full full length like hour and a half to three hours movie each really? summer. Yeah, yeah, that was our that was our uh, summer summer activity. We'd meet up at least twice a week. Oh, that's um, awesome! And film obviously was very amateur, like whatever. Still. But he all, he always said that I, I was the most natural of the four of us. So he said he always wanted to make me play in something, and turns out that's gonna be it. And it's in like we're filming in two weeks, I think, uh, the uh -huh. first time. Then we're gonna film again in May. So uh, and and uh, so so people don't worry in Quebec and the regulations are uh, filming is legal. So nice. <laughs> for a crew to film a limited crew so it's going to be an official crew we're going to e rented official cameras that are reused currently in hollywood like real deal wow. like real real cameras yeah, yeah uh new cameras that are worth tens of thousands of dollars uh, he rented some stuff we're going to have a full full I mean full like a minimal crew but like a direct a photo director uh a producer whatever oh, so cool. a, a sound guy everything it's going to be awesome Dude, you you never told me that. Did you? Uh, um, are your the the old student films you did? Are they online somewhere? Because I really no. would like to see those. The, no, they. Uh, so for one of them, arguably the best we made, we he printed it on DVD and he actually like bought like 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 clear DVD boxes and printed mm -hmm. like paper, so it looks like an actual professional movie. Nice. And he, he, on the back, it's there's like pictures of the movie and it's written like. Two times, two times Bravo, New York Times, and stuff like that. And there's a he made a poster too, and it's pretty cool. He he has all of them on his uh, disc drive and everything. Uh, he, he keeps them, uh, but uh, one one we made, the third we make actually we made actually was like over three hours long. So it's it's unwatchable, honestly, it's horrible. But it's it was just a, a lot of fun to to make, yeah. Wow, we all my me and my friends that back then was get get drunk in uh in the city and you know try and score some alcohol in the bar. That's it, you know. So I mean, we, we did that. We did, we did that too, but uh, sometimes we're doing movies too. <laughs> nice, nice, awesome. Maybe maybe you you'll become a a professional actor and a famous one. I, I don't no. think so. I'm not aspiring to, to be that, but who knows? Like if 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 my if my acting is well received. 
maybe I'll put myself as a, as a available oh. actor. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But it's it's going to be like a 10 minute short film. It's really meant to be like a demo of his uh, directing skills, basically. Could be a demo for your acting skills too, right? Who knows? I, Who I don't knows? think I have much acting skills. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know about that. Wow. And uh, so, so to describe that to you guys, so Philip has, uh, we spoke about this before, Philip's beard growth compared to mine, which also you don't know, but Philip has like the, the, it's all hair that is in in his face and you, you cannot see the skin through on in my beard. And I have like a little bit of beard <laughs> that I dare to grow ever since COVID started. So thank COVID for that. I got a little bit um, self-conscious with that, but um, so For Philip, normally he has like a beard that's, I, I don't know, for me, to, for me personally to have that length would be like two weeks of growth. For him, mm -hmm. I guess it's like two days. That's you, the yeah. regular one you have? How, the how regular, it's, it's, yeah, it's like a three, four days uh, growth. Yeah, something like that. How, lo how long did you grow that right now? Uh, it's been two months. So he looks like Ron Swanson. So, and that's, I don't know who that is, but I trust your... Uh, that's, uh, um, I don't know. I'll Google that, it. Google him. Yeah, Ron um, Swanson. Swanson. Uh, hold on. Him. I mean, he has a mustache. He doesn't have a beard. Yes, but um, I th uh, he, him and his brothers, they uh, they all have um, they they have amazing facial hair, and uh, and it's really like I, I think I've seen a, I've seen him in an interview where he grew all of it out. And it's, I think he has the same type of beard growth that you have going on. So you guys just yeah. go around Swanson if you don't know him. That's pretty much what you have with Philip. And now he has like the Santa full going on. And yeah, and it's, I don't like having long beards actually. I think it's, uh, I think it looks a bit negligent sometimes. I'm not a big, big fan of it, but I'm lucky. I'm lucky to have a, a not a patchy beard. Basically, it's pretty, yeah, pretty full. Yeah. How how long will will you have to grow it for the movie? So until until the like a day or two before the filming, I'll take my clipper. Like I have a really good like wall, you know, W W A H L, mm -hmm. the company, like really good clipper. I'm gonna put it to the highest, so like the the least short uh, level, and shave it. Hopefully, he's gonna cut like a tiny bit of it, and then I'll keep it to that level until the next filming session, so that there's no difference between my beard growth and between the two, because there's like three weeks in between, or even a month, mm -hmm. I think. So just to be sure, yeah. Wow, well, that's really cool. I'm I'm curious to please keep keep us posted on on the project. <laughs> when when will yeah, you start yeah. filming? So I, I have to I have to look back, but it's like a mid April and mid May. All right, cool. Yeah. Very curious to hear about that. Other news: um, How are things in Quebec? How is the whole COVID situation? How are the vaccines going? Maybe you've been vaccinated already. What's going no, on? no, no, no? I haven't been vaccinated. My dad will be vaccinated in May. So mm -hmm. the the premier prime minister of Quebec promised us that everybody would be vaccinated by June twenty fourth. Wow, a lot of people doubt it. I I have no take. What I don't know enough. I say. Uh, Right now, every, the we still have a curfew. Mm -hmm. It's gonna go 9:30 p.m. across the province. I think starting next week. Yeah. For now, it was everywhere 9:30 except Montreal and the surrounding area. Mm -hmm. Cases are, I would say, relatively low compared to what we saw in the December, for example. Mm -hmm. I think the, the government is very confident that it's gonna be get better. Um, I'm just waiting for to get like a summer like we had last year, which was far from ideal but compared yeah. to you know the last months uh, i'll take it you know just being able to see people outside and um 
Yeah, Maybe just go uh, to a restaurant or something, right? Right, 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 right. We're able to go now. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, but you have to you have to book it uh, beforehand, and uh, yeah, there's a, there's still a bit of rules. I started uh, working out again, and like you have to book the gym access mm -hmm. or the squash. Mm -hmm. At least squash. Yeah. You have to book either the squash or the gym access. Which is fine, right? Which which actually I enjoy, and I'll tell you why. Because it's a fairly big gym, and you know when you go and there's a lot of people and it's super it. crowded and like you cannot have access to the, the equipment and everything there's always this douchebag sitting with on his phone on, on oh equipment. i hate those You're right yeah. you know what i mean it's exactly. normal like, you, you should take breaks between your series that's true but some guys are just sitting there like whatever i don't know what they're doing so there's less of that because we can only be only 50 people inside at the same time but that's for both muscular and heart like uh, cardio tools so turns out there's no one <laughs> there's mm. very little people so every time I went, we, we had access to all the equipment we wanted. So if the, and for the squash, like you have to book your squash course in advance. And if there's one thing I could stay from COVID, I'd say that. Like, I, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> this, yeah. this, this like booking culture, I kind of like it. Um, of course, I wouldn't like to book to the grocery, for example. But for, for gym and these sort of things, sure, why not? You know? Hmm. That's good. What about, what about Germany? How is it looking? Oh, oh. It's 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 really bad. It's super bad. Um, so what happened is I, I think I told you last time that they started to make plans how to open everything. Now um, I don't even know where to begin. So I think chronologically the right thing to start with is yeah, I think that's that. So we found out that our government party, which is the Christian Democratic Party, right? Um, they, some of their members um, were a little bit corrupt during the whole thing, meaning Ooh. they um, gave the advantage to some mask, mask producing companies mm. and got a lot of money, like 600,000 euros per person, stuff like that. And um, and so they, you know, it's a situation where everybody's kind of suffering, but these assholes are um, gathering money. And also our health minister, um, he had like this weird thing where he bought like a super nice mansion mansion with like uh, for like, I think it was like four to six million euros. And yeah. um, he, he bought that together with his uh, his husband. But in in, in, uh, in uh, Eastern Germany. Uh, was it? <laughs> I I am not. It could be. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Okay. I was. Joking, uh, I I don't. I'm. The, it's near a, the it's, uh, near the Alps, maybe. I don't know. No, 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 no. I think it was. It was around Berlin or uh, okay. Brandenburg. I okay. I'm not too sure, but but <laughs> it is. Uh, the point is being is it's a very very nice uh, mansion that he bought, and apparently the bank that um, made them get like a super nice deal on that. Um, is the bank where he used to be the boss oh, before okay. he before his government jobs job so that's kind of weird and plus yeah. they found out he got covid right after having like a secret dinner party with many other people where they didn't social distance and stuff i mean this is the fucking oh health God. minister right he should that's bad. be in a good example yeah. so that's that which is really bad for that government plus we had we are voting in september so yeah that's gonna i don't know the party. how that's gonna go yeah and yeah. um and uh, and then the next thing that happened. So we spoke before about the different uh, vaccine um, vaccine producers, mm -hmm. and uh, 
the British one, which is AstraZeneca, mm -hmm. um, which is the one that has them, I think the most uh, um, dosage uh, doses yeah. of, of them are available the, here. Th that's what my father will get apparently. Okay, so the thing is, um, it started a few. Did that that vaccination always had a bad uh, name here? So because uh, it's a little bit inferior. It mm -hmm. um, apparently it doesn't um, it doesn't protect you from giving the virus to others. Meaning you right. can still carry it and give it. It just lowers your symptoms, which you know still could potentially cause mutations to happen. And, uh, and then um, they didn't really, they weren't quite sure of the side effects. Now they found out that um, some people got uh, thrombosis from that. Right. And, uh, and it was um, in, in Denmark, I think they started not to, they start, they stopped giving it to patients. Then they, they did the same in France and Norway and mm -hmm. other countries. And now in Germany, they also stopped it due to that number, which started another huge conversation because there are so many people waiting. And in Germany, we have like three tiers of people who, who are going to get uh, the vaccine the fir at first. And um, many people didn't show up to get their vaccine because it was from AstraZeneca. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the German regulations forbid other people, for instance, like me, who would be willing to take AstraZeneca immediately to get the vaccine because my tier list is just too much too far down so they just had it store uh, stored the vaccine or threw it away or shit like that i don't know instead of giving it to people so we're super fucking slow um and now they stopped giving it out to people anyways and it really looks like nothing is happening plus and that's the worst part they as, as i said before we had some opening strategies and we're still in some weird opening thing and the numbers are shooting um through the roof right now where it's it looking it's looking really really bad we have we're in the middle of next wave this morning i read so, some expert yeah. i have a question regarding this mm -hmm. what 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 would be a number that would tell you today in germany was bad and tell me a number i'm just curious uh, we compared the, to, to yeah, Quebec. We, we have that um yeah uh, I, I need to google what the name is of that uh, there is this one thing that everything goes uh uh, that not one number that is the, the most important thing. I just need to know how to say it in English. I, I'm very sure. Hospitalization rate or something? Uh, it's called the incidence value. Okay. And that's, that's a value that uh, right now is all, all over Germany is over 100. Okay. Um, I don't know what that means. Uh, that's okay. That's it's okay. It's complicated. Yeah. No, don't I, worry about I don't it. Don't worry about it. So right. just keep going. Keep going your story. So they ask a specialist. Yeah, I, I read. I read this morning that a specialist said that in Germany we'll be able to th because the numbers are rising up right now so high that the we we will be able to talk about um, openings uh, in fall. So, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking just just, just, just take a boat and come here. Yeah. Oh. It's it, the, time, the time you row to here. If you had COVID, leaving, you'll be fine. You'll I, have a um, you'll have the sickness from uh, not eating enough fruits. I don't know. I forgot how it's called in English. Uh, um, uh, scorbut, scorbut, yeah. or something. Yeah, in I, French I it's called scorbut. Yeah. yeah. So it's the same, I guess it's for the same in German. But yeah, <laughs> you know there was a case in Montreal not too long ago. Really? <laughs> I'm a kid. I'm a kid. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> like you, you take like one one 
bite of pe- green pepper and you're okay for a month or something. But yeah. this kid like was <laughs> yeah, that's like that's his mouth was melting or something. Like, come on. Oh god. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, and and the the sad thing really is we don't really have a chancellor anymore. Like Angela Merkel yeah. is not doing anything. You don't hear anything from that that woman anymore. Nothing. Yeah, I think they're tired. Like we used yeah. to have like press conference every day. And now it's like once a week and he's just repeating the same things. I think they're, I think they're totally improvising. They don't really know what's going on That's anymore. Horrible. Really. And I think they're just, they're just like, <laughs> they're just like yeah. crossing their fingers. Like, well, but, but we are in a voting year. This is a, this right. in an election year. This is super fucking important for the yeah. the ruling party. But, but I feel like the CDP, the CDP is like the default party in Germany, isn't it? Like it's the default party. They win by default. It, it, it's like it the liberals ha- here. They, they, they win by default. Almost, it has you know? been, yeah. but I'm very positive. It's not going to be that any, any longer. Like the green party is rising up here. Um, get, getting really, really good numbers. Okay. So, The thing, the the question really is, is who who will be um, in a coalition with them because the Green right. Party will not be able to um, to rule by themselves. Well, traditionally, with that party used to ally with whom? Well, it has never been in a posi- in a position with that much power. But like so it, 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 it's like more it never, on it, it the left ward side. Yeah, so it's never it been ne- a coalition with the CDP. Um, I don't know if it if it does didn't do that in some. Uh, in in a sub you know how to say it, in a district i don't know if it did that i'm i'm not aware i think originally it makes more sense for them to go to the socialist party or um or the left party or stuff because the the christian democratic um union is really not that that much of a party that that is for the green values they right. they do prefer um the economy oriented yeah, yeah they're very business or yeah. very conservative and they don't really represent any big change and the green right. party obviously say, uh, thinks there needs to be drastic change in order to reach our environmental goals right but i really don't see how the the i re- i wish like i don't i don't i never voted for the the christian democratic party and i will never do i think Uh, but I I really hope they they don't get into the government this time because I really think if you fuck up that much and on so many fucking levels, mm-hmm. sorry, like there should be a punishment for you, really. Like I'm really pissed. This is really this is not a good time we're we're in, and you know, and 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 seeing many other countries like Canada, who you I mean, I'm very jealous. You guys get to make appointments and stuff and go there. Like like I I've been I visited my family this week. And there's a store in Nuremberg, which is the closest city that I really love. They have like really cool clothing and it's like a, um, that's an independent store. And they, uh, did you, take, did you take me there? I remember we went to a shop together in Nuremberg. I don't think, uh, it existed back then. It's okay. quite, they're quite new, but they, they okay. really are a cool, um, self-made, uh, store that makes really, really nice clothing. And you can really see that they're super passionate about everything. And they, they always give you like, make you like a good bargain because I, they, if they see you, you love the clothing and you're like, well, I, it's like 50 euros too much. I say, okay, fuck that. Just do that. And next time you come by, just buy something for full price. So really cool guys. And they are struggling so much right now. They like, mm. they're on Instagram, very active there. And, uh, 
and always uh, are very honest and say, well, we were not getting the money from the state that we're supposed to get. And mm. so I, I was really looking forward to go there and, you know, help them out, talk to them and say that I really hope they make it. And, you know, just do the, the little bit that I can do. Right. Mm -hmm. Plus get some cool clothes from them. And <laughs> of course, and they had to close again, like within the week that I was there, they had to reclose the first of the beginning of the week. The numbers um, were good enough for them to make appointments like you guys uh, are having it in, in many places. And then they, they had to close again, like from one day to the other. And they made appointments for like the whole month uh, or so. And they had to cancel really everything. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. And I, you know, that that's just stupid. That's fucking dumb. I mean, why don't honestly if you if you gave like a make like made like a smart rule okay it's like a small store right but what about you say okay one person is allowed to be in there mm -hmm. you're not allowed to line up so that means the day before you had to make an appointment and between every customer coming and going you would have to be have like 10 minutes where you open the windows and stuff and you know keep fresh air coming something like that right mm -hmm. and obviously you would have to wear a mask and you couldn't stay there for four hours whatever and you can have that kind of thing for many stores and that way you can have like um you can have customers coming in and out paying money and people working uh, on maybe you you test them before get a quick test but all that stuff doesn't work this government doesn't do anything they have mm -hmm. no innovation no will to do anything but to get money into their own pockets i mean i really i feel like i'm in in in, in and some Latin American country where uh, where corruption is like a normal thing, really. It's 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 a really unfortunate story. It's not that the kind of thing we would expect to hear yeah. over here. I mean, I, th I think Germany has a good reputation of just like being a good state, whatever. From at least from our, I think most people' perspective from here, it's really unfortunate that that's the whole story. And it's um, it's just like where do these people have any moral compass, like? Like, is it the right time to be corrupted and take advantage yeah. of it? It's like there's no limit to greed. It's it's honestly shocking. Yeah. It is. It is. And and the the thing that these assholes don't. I mean, it's obviously it's not everyone, right? And that that course, party is huge, right? But yeah. the thing really is that the health minister. Come they, on. <laughs> yeah. They what what they forget about is what do you do to democracy in such a crucial situation right now, yeah. right? There are mm -hmm. so many people going on the street saying this whole virus is fake and uh, mm -hmm. the government is just trying to fuck us over and they brainwash us and whatever, blah, blah. And then they're giving, and like, you do they're giving them like more. That. Yeah, they're giving yeah. them more ammunition. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really unfortunate. Uh, it's, it's, it's like it's like the... What's, what's happening in Newfoundland is an election there. Uh, I don't know if I talked about it the last election, I but think it's, not, you, yeah. it's not doing so well. And I feel like a lot of people, it's going to confirm a lot of people worries. It's like, oh, the, you know, they're going to, as soon as an election is called, they're going to say there's more cases. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happened. <laughs> so a lot of people are like, and it's not, the, it's not the government fault. It just happened like that. There were more cases when the election was called. And people are like, oh, it means like, they're, they're like holding on the numbers, whatever. It's like, oh, like just more ammunition for, for, for these people oh. to freak out about. It's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. Anyways, yeah. let's stop talking about COVID. Um, yeah. Uh, let's talk about music. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take a little detour this week um, because if you guys know that, uh, like if you remember correctly, Philip and I are um, kind of moving uh, forward in time last week at the 70s yep this week we're doing the 80s or at least mm -hmm. we're supposed to do that but i'm right. not i decided not to do the 80s in general really? because yes because there's a very important time between the 70s and 80s in german music very okay. unique time 
that I think I need to talk about. And well, what about me then? I, I prepared 80s. Songs. Yeah, do do that. Do that. That's fine. So next do, week you're gonna do 80s again. I'm gonna do episode? next episode. I'm gonna do 80s. You can do the 90s, or maybe you can think of another detour that you want to do in time. I, okay. I think that's fine. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try to think of something. But okay, maybe I'll do a special on like traditional music or something. Let's see. Sure. Okay. Um, so um, because it's a time that is between right right between the 70s and the 80s, and it started in some. I think it started around 1976 and uh, the prime was right in the beginning of the 80s. And that type of music is called Neue Deutsche Welle, which means like new German wave. And um, it's um, it's somewhat, uh, it started out as a German reaction to punk rock and mm -hmm. uh, new wave music. And it combined many different um, styles. Uh, they, it was a time where they really only sang German. And it started um, as an underground music. Um, and what they really tried, they discovered the German language, which is a, a very hard and bumpy sounding um, sounding language. It's not as like French, where that sounds very melodic. German is really like, I, I, I'm making German in English. Sprache. Um, <laughs> you know, like like uh, like Rammstein also should, does that. You, you should imitate the, the Swedish, uh, not Swedish, but the Swiss uh, German accent so that we, we can... Oh, I'm going to do, do it another time. I'm going to do that another time. Um, and the, so the first song that I want to put on the list is one of those very first bands that really made um emphasize on the hard hardness on the, of the german language and uh and really made like weird music um, so that they, they utilized they the utilized that the language that, yeah. sound like that mm -hmm. into music that's really interesting i love that it's, that's it's, really cool yeah I, I think you're gonna like this song the, the first song i'm gonna put on the list you you, you know i'm gonna listen like to it 100 yeah. <laughs> this uh, the band is called mittagspause which means lunch break and um okay. the song is called um innenstadtfront all right which means uh um inner city um uh offensive okay interesting uh so i prepared 80s classics it's sure. not it's not songs i personally love <laughs> but the, the previous weeks i tried to like especially in the 70s i went for ones that i i liked a lot yeah and for 80s i went for just i think the ones that are more memorable from quebec uh the first one is from probably the only quebec musician you're aware of mm -hmm. which is do you know drake drake <laughs> He's not from Quebec. Uh, Céline Dion. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. I know. So right? it's 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 probably your first uh, really like classic. Uh, it's called Incognito uh -huh. in French too. It's Incognito, um, and and that's it. It's from the early eighties. Did you really was... sing that much? She didn't uh, like. I I remember her only singing in English. Did does she have many so, French so, songs? Yes. Oh yeah, she she really actually makes like an effort. Every album she makes. Is going to be English and French, English, oh. French, English, French. Yeah. And her French ones are always like top one seller in Quebec like that year. Mm. And so she she tries to keep like in touch with with, with us basically. Yeah. <laughs> But like when she sings in Vegas, for example, obviously she's singing her English uh, songs like the Titanic or whatever. Um, she's from the suburb of Montreal for people that are curious, uh, like very like blue collar middle class uh, suburb area. Um And uh, she's been obviously famous here first, and that's uh, logically. Uh, and that's one of the songs that made her famous uh, in her really early career. That's like in 83 or something. So it was before like she became a worldwide phenomenon for sure. Wow. Um, it's probably one of the only songs of her I know, like outside the Titanic one. Uh, it's yeah. In Quebec, you either love her or hate her. I come from a hate her family. <laughs> My oh. parents really don't like her. So I was, I, I'm not like 
accustomed to here or, or at all. So she's not like but, a national treasure that all agree is awesome. I mean, we can, I think everybody celebrates the fact that she succeeded so well, but she has a very unique way of singing that I think is not for everyone. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, I know my mom is a bit, uh, she has a hard time at, with that style, but obviously, you know, it's uh, good to her for succeeding so much. And and I, I love the fact that she's, you know, she still uh, lives here a certain part of the year and, and that she makes like very big shows here for uh, accessible prices and everything for uh, for all people so that's that's cool yeah cool all right uh here guys in a moment five four three two and it get hot i got a lot of i got hairy legs that turned that 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 that, that turned uh um blonde in the sun and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again they look at it so i learned about roaches i learned about kids jumping on my lap and i love kids jumping on my lap Poutine Bradvast. hello and welcome to your second take of Poutine Bradvast, the freshest sausage and the freshest gravy in nice. the world mm. <laughs> with me today as, as earlier simon obviously good to see you again very good to see you too uh, I know you're uh, you're interested uh, you're interested in Canada slash Quebec. I am. Degree, I right? am. Right. Yeah. And um, so the, uh, there's a, a lawyer organization specialized in uh, immigration mm-hmm. to Canada. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna get a yeah. pen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, but it's, it, you'll see it's interesting. So they asked uh, migrants and people that that have been moving here. Uh, I don't know if it's recently, but it's people that are not born here. They migrated to to Canada. Mm-hmm. They asked them what was their favorite things and the things they liked the least about Canada. Okay. And I thought before you move here, because because you know it's it, it's a possibility. Who knows? You know, I thought you're interested here. You would like to to create a, uh, maybe a, a spiritual successor to Kenny versus Penny in Toronto and everything. Who knows? You know. Yeah. So before you move, I thought I should uh, offer you some of the advice that uh, the the new uh, Canadians uh, offer to other people that are interested mm-hmm. in moving in. Would you like All to right. hear that? Obviously, yeah. All right, all right. Let's start with the pros, okay? Because, uh-huh. uh, you know, you're starting positive, right? Yeah. So, uh, number one is excellent job opportunities. So, mm. that's good, right? You can that's come very good. A lot of jobs, a lot of good career possibilities. That's fun. Second one, top-tier universities and colleges. Oh, I could I mean, study it, again. It, maybe it's not Harvard. Maybe it's not Yale, but you got UFT where I went. Nice. There's, a, there's, a, there's McGill. University of Ottawa, good universities here. So it's something to consider if you decide mm-hmm, to go mm-hmm, back to school mm-hmm. to become an accountant, as I know oh. it's one of your goals, right? Obviously. Uh, the third point is, is very interesting. It's great food. Come and try our poutine. Ooh. Poutine Bradverse, you know? It's, yeah, they, they, yeah. Mentioned, they mentioned my people's national dish. It's fun, you know? Free healthcare and education. It's not very true. Education is not free, but... Well, that's something we have here as well. So you... right. Difficult okay. to get there. Okay, okay. Friendly. Maybe, maybe maybe they could pay me there. When see, oh. say if I get sick in uh, in Canada, they pay me money on top of curing <laughs> my disease. I don't think we're there yet, but that would be a, a fun platform to run on. Are you listening, Justin? Justin, are you listening? 
So uh, there's two points left in the pros. Okay, we're we're, we're getting there. All right, you, all right. You, you'll have a really nice portrait. Okay, okay. And uh, the next one is friendly, courteous Canadians. You I, know, everybody. I, I know that. I knew that everybody, already. Everybody knows how nice, nice, right? The sorries yeah. and everything. Yeah. It's, it's it's a thing, right? They 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 can confirm it now. Nice. And the last good thing is it's a progressive, safe, and multicultural country. I like that. Right. I That's like fun, that. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go for the cons, though. You know, we have to be honest to each other. I have to tell you the the, the sadder parts of living I, in Canada. Right? I guess it's not. I, it can't be that much, though. I I, I'm, I expect it to be like one point. There's there there's one very bad point on there. Oh. And uh, okay, so the first one is some professions require birth certification. That's a big issue here. Like if if you're a doctor, there's a lot of, for example, somebody from Lebanon, which is just mm. they speak French. A lot of people speak French there. They're like doctors, engineer. They arrive here. They can't get access to their yeah. job again, so they become like cab drivers, and so it's really unfortunate. They have but it's the same thing in the U.S. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. Uh, second thing is it can get a little cold. It, it it can get a little cold. It's the winters here can be harsh. Depends where you live. In Vancouver, it's not yeah. really an issue. Quebec City, it's really tough. Depends where you live. So don't 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 let that stop you. Okay. I think I think in winter you wouldn't see me in Quebec. I, I'd right. be in I'd be in Vancouver and. <laughs> yeah. uh, have it warm i wouldn't be there like yeah it's it i mean here, here where i live right now it's it's not too bad honestly the, the winter is almost over hmm. uh, weather is nice these days anyway um there's only three cons left not too bad right all right um, that's good. F- flights are expensive that's true if you want to go to vancouver it's oh, more yeah, expensive than that. going to paris yeah it's insane so if you want to travel across the country hmm. not super easy sadly well, it's very expensive how how much is it to get like a basic car there what what did like you just a say? car yeah um, well, I, 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 I'll never bought like a new car. <laughs> I'm too but poor for that. But I'd say, like, I, I remember, 20, 20 I remember when I was Canadian. when I was in New Zealand. Then um, that uh, there was some people who were just exchange students, and they bought like a car for, like five people bought together a car for a thousand bucks in in total. Wow! And they just got that for for the time, like the semester they they spent there, and then they resold it for you know like eight hundred bucks or so. Wow. So they got mobile. Is that something? Because that's something I, I never heard in Germany because you have insurances that are high and yeah. and the regulations on how safe a car has to be and stuff. It's not that easy. Uh, how, how is that in, over there? Do you know that? It's the, Each province is different because car stuff is provincial. I can only talk for Quebec, obviously. Um, I don't think, I think it would be probably somewhere in between the two. Uh, mm. There is also uh, like you have to pay insurance and everything. And there is regulations too. I know there's there's regulations on uh, pollution, for example. Mm-hmm. An old car yeah. has to be verified to see if it uh, fits the standards. And you have also a verification to do for safety. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I don't think it's, it's it's that simple, but it's, it's probably simpler than Europe, I'm, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear the last two points? Of course, yes. So... Uh, uh, visa processing can take a while. I, I don't I don't have anything to say about this, but apparently it's a thing. And the last one, you want to hear the last one? Hold on, I, I have a question for the yeah. that one. Um, yeah. So in the US, you you probably know that you need like that green card and to be able to work, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's really really difficult to get that if you mm-hmm. don't have family uh, already who are Americans over there and yeah. living there. How is that in 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 Canada? I, I expect it to be easier, but honestly I'm, I'm not sure i'm not sure because uh, like we, we we should we should ask my girlfriend she's more aware of these things than mm-hmm. i am um but uh no i i honestly don't know how it works uh, i know you need a work visa as in most countries i think um but uh i know getting a citizenship can take 
forever, but mm-hmm. uh, the the permanent residency, I don't think so. Do you do you have many illegal workers like they do in the U.S. Uh, in Canada? I, 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 it's not a big like it's not a political matter. For example, politicians don't really talk about this. It's not really a, a big issue. I think maybe maybe it's a thing, but it's not something yeah. people talk about much. Okay. Like I've never heard somebody say these damn illegal workers. I've never heard somebody yeah. say that in my life. They <laughs> so. took our jobs. Yeah. I know. I know. Every every year, when it's time to harvest the fruit, the fruits like strawberries, mm-hmm. blueberries, raspberries, yeah, yeah. we we hire Mexicans. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, a lot so. of Mexicans come uh, and they, they they work for a couple of weeks, and uh, it's a really tough job. Um, most people don't want to do it here, so yeah. they and it pays them fairly well. So it's a, it's a, mm-hmm. but it's it's a legal thing. It's a legal thing. Like they have oh, it's legal. Of, okay. Oh, it's hundred percent legal. Okay, okay, it's okay. it's it's like. It's it's framed by the state, like they know what's going on. That's yeah. it's very uh, like it's recognized. It, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the last right. con is is you know, it's something you might not want to deal with, but a lot of people speak French. Oh, I really? Are there many people speaking? French? I thought you guys only spoke English. It's uh, it's like it's 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 a multicultural country, which is great, right? But yeah. some people speak French, and that's oh. a con. Yeah. That's a sc- Disgusting. We have some French yeah. people here as well. I, uh, it's ugh, no good. Every time I hear it, ugh. it's no good. Gross. It's no good. Yeah. Why is so everyone really, speaking English? I know, right? It's 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 like it's like when I, when I went to, to to Morocco, you know, it's like oh, the French can't hear that place before. Yeah. So like, I'm like, damn, some people speak Arabic too. That's that's annoying. You oh know? god. <laughs> So yeah, so that, that's the pros and cons. Uh, I know, I know, oh. this is a big con for uh, for a lot of people. So obviously, I shared this with you because it was re- it, it came out this week and it it was a big controversy. Uh, uh, the company had to say sorry and stuff like that for publishing this, and um, other companies reshared it. Uh, and uh, it, obviously, the 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 Frank like uh, French people outside Quebec and Quebec people were very offended by this post. Obviously, I, you know, I, I can't really I can't really see anyone who is not a native English speaker to bring up that Engl- that French part. To but be that's 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 from what I understand, most of the people were not English. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he you, was from, you was from yourself Uli. are not likely not an English native. So what's yeah. your fucking deal with with um, a, a percentage of the Canadian population speaking mainly French? I don't get it. Yeah, I, I mean either. <laughs> that's why it came across as being extremely. Uh, intolerant or is there a peculiar take <laughs> plus, plus you have you, in, in the pro list you have that multicultural yeah. thing and then so you, you complain you, about the french what so you, the, the fact that you notice this is very interesting because apparently they didn't i don't know <laughs> it's very good and and they even mentioned uh our, our a dish that we created that puts in obviously yeah, yeah. it's it's very it's very weird uh, um and of, of, obviously it became like the meme of the hour like people like use this and just like change the cons to stupid thing like like some people some person changed like people speak french from for like a, a a stupid company that sells swimming pools i don't know it's just this company exists here like it, it just became a meme everybody was replacing stuff um but yeah it was it was it was a um, it was a uh, it was a very intense week for uh, uh people hating on <laughs> on us um there was a a teacher from the university of ottawa who made a statement saying that quebec was um the alabama of the north <laughs> because there was a job offering that came out from a hospital mm-hmm. uh, asking for uh, white workers 
<laughs> which oh, is horrible, God. right? Oh, which is horrible. No. And the, the, their, their justification was like, oh, this elderly woman, she's extremely racist. So we don't want people that to work with her that aren't, but like obviously should not have made a job offering for Caucasian people only. Oh. But like, it was not celebrated, obviously. Like yeah. they were like, they, everybody fell on them. And that guy said like, oh, Quebec is the Alabama of the North. It's like the most segregationist place in North America after like the, the, the Bible Belt or whatever. So it was really intense. Oh, <laughs> it was a really intense week. And this guy is, is, is known to be controversial. He, ma he made a post uh, during the, the COVID time where he said Albertans mm -hmm. deserve to die of COVID because their government cut uh, funding for uh, hospitals before COVID. It's like not everybody voted for that government or support that measure. How can you wish them to die? Like, this is horrible. Like, he's, he's known to be quite the, the quite the, 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 the strange, uh, the strange guy. Uh, so it's been a really intense week on that front. And I wow. wanted to share with you a bit of that uh, delightful mess. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I, I feel like you, uh, uh, Quebec people need, need, need some, some better, um, You need to be able uh, to be a little bit better in marketing yourself. I feel like you, I don't know what it is. You know, uh, it feels like everyone, like I, I have no, no picture that's any negative because to be honest, like the, the all the Canadian, the information I have on Canada is from someone who is Quebec. Right. Yeah. But uh, I feel like um, outside that bubble, uh, you guys are really not good at marketing yourself. And, and you know, <laughs> no. So being the proud, the you are proud, but you you don't show the the, you know, um, you not show yourself to be the heritage, the uh, the proud heritage that you are to the outsiders. I don't get it. Uh, I, I I don't really know either why it is like this, and I'm not saying like like I'm not saying we're the greatest at anything, but I'm not saying we're the worst either. I just think we're average average people. <laughs> it's just that uh, I don't. I, sometimes it's it's just sad to see uh, like people are trying to. Uh, get us in the dirt like this i don't it's it, it's annoying but uh that's 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 all i wanted to, right. to share with you but but I, there's something just regarding like uh perception people have of, of individuals that's that's my segue to my second thing i wanted to bring today uh, i had a reflection on something mm -hmm. uh last week and i and I, i thought i could ask you but i feel like Uh, and don't take it personally. I don't think you're the best person to ask that, <laughs> but uh, because I know I know your take on it, but I still want to ask you, like, how do you feel about like how Germans or Germany is portrayed in media across the world? And and just so you know, just just so you understand, like what I'm trying to say, and it's a very sensitive topic, and I bring it probably way too often because <laughs> I'm I'm interested in these things, and I know you're comfortable about talking about anything. Um. Uh, I was I was watching a, a YouTube video. Of, mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, you know, YouTube poops. Have you ever heard about this? Uh, I don't know. It's like it's like people making stupid, like absurd videos. Uh, they take like a something from a movie and they play with it and they, they do a lot of editing to make it sound stupid. Our friend is really good at it, and somebody commented on his on his YouTube video saying like, "Oh, your video sucks compared to mine, whatever." So we, we went and look at his videos, and they were horseshit. And one one of the joke was he took a guy shouting. And he made him go his sound go backwards, and it sounded like I guess <sighs> Germanic ash. It, it could have been like Norden or whatever. Uh -huh. um, it just it's just it, it sounded a bit like it didn't sound like it, but I, I could see what he was trying to say. But instead of saying speaking German, <laughs> you know what he wrote, right? Speaking Nazi, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, and 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 I was thinking of like 
Oh, going to see 1917, the movie, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, and it's like a movie. I haven't seen like, that one yet, but I heard okay. it's pretty good. So it's it's really awesome. I'll admit it and everything. But my only critique of it, and I had a long discussion with my buddy when we went to see it together, was it just fell into the same old trap of all the Germans in that movies. All of them mm. are fucking assholes. <laughs> They're all rotten. It's like. In 1917, it wasn't like it wasn't like the third uh, third Reich or whatever. It was just like no. it was the what it was a different time. Like well, it's we, not even why would you portray them? Everybody was like just warring and killing each other. Why are the the British so like like <laughs> like godly, heavenly, good people? And the German have to be the treacherous. They always betray everyone in the movie. They all never keep their word. They're all drunkards. They all they rape women. They kill people. It's like oh my god it's like it's a first world war movie they didn't have to do this i don't understand why and and it's something i've been wanting to ask you like how do you feel about how german are represented in media in general well um so i have i um i i think there's there's two things with this the the claim that only german if germany is in successful movies it's only about the nazi stuff uh, yeah. that's always when the academies come uh, awards come up <laughs> it's always like yeah well if it's a, a world war ii movie where the germans are the evil guys who do this and that then it has yeah. a chance of winning if not then that that and it hurts the newfound german pride um where they say well we're away from that we clean our, our souls from that we're we like jews now we're not like that anymore. And most of the people who lived back then are already dead. So I didn't do anything in the, in the war. Right. Um, I see that with, I, I think that's dangerous. I think it's okay. dangerous because uh, there is a rising claim within the German society and many politicians who claim to reshape the way we're thinking about our own past and stop feeling guilty for stuff that I had, I like I as Simon has nothing to do with right maybe my grandfather like killed some people or was an anti-semite i don't even know that to be honest because he my one of my grandpas died when my mom was four years old so maybe he was an anti-semite i don't know mm-hmm. and these things are not not usually things that the whole family carries right. over you know it's not like it's not like remember grandpa oh he hated <laughs> he hated the jews so much <laughs> Wasn't he nice? If he could be his grandpa, yeah, <laughs> obviously not, right? And uh, I know that my 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 dad's dad um, served in the war as a teenager, and I know that he was kidnapped um, by the British, and they treated him pretty horribly, as far as I know. Uh, the point I, I want to make is, um, I think it was last year that we had the first German war movie where the Germans were the bad people. Um, so because normally a German war movie, the way they do it is they show those few that you were speak- speaking about who have not been bad. Obviously, mm-hmm. this is World War II, but we started World War I as well. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been as bad as the second one. And and in, in our mindset, if we talk about German wars, it's always World War II because that's right. like the big thing. And Obviously. it's like Coke and Pepsi, right? The mm-hmm. World War II is Coke and World War One is Pepsi. It's like, yeah, it's the same. It's, it's very similar, but the real deal is, is like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I think I really That's think... That's such a funny comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners no, I, will love this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I really think we should, make, we should make T-shirts out of that. I, I no, we should we shouldn't do that. I, I'm not, joking. At least not in Germany. <laughs> I'm totally joking. Um, taste the feeling. Um, um, taste the difference. No, don't don't do it. Um, the, I think I think it's it's honestly like have like you have a handful of good people, obviously who in both wars who didn't want to have that happen and who right. maybe did some good things. There are there are known people who who have been protecting uh, Jewish people and have mm -hmm. who have saved many lives. Yes, there have been. That's true. But you know, honestly, the majority was fucking Nazis and the majority was people who voted for the wars. Yeah, and but, but my question is more like today, like it's yeah. like still to this day representation in media as you said if there's a movie with german mm -hmm. people in it chances are it's a war movie <laughs> and it's like yeah and it's like do, like aren't you like and i'm asking this as somebody who has my people barely have any like war history like a bit like we, yeah, I, yeah like some kind of people fought in both wars whatever but i'm saying it's not as like as as as, a, as i think as big as a trauma as it is yeah. for europe in general right like aren't you like don't you wish the representation of like in modern movie was a bit more diverse a bit more uh don't you think it hurts people's like like how do they expect germany to be how do they expect german to be well, if you if you watch 1917 it's 1917 yeah. right the movie yeah, yeah if yeah, you yeah. watch 1917 before you come to germany and you expect every everything to be bombed and destroyed I mean, and people walking around moron, in great clothes then yeah, obviously you're a moron if you yeah. think that it's just that in that movie they're the always a treacherous one like there's mm. a, there's like like can i tell you a part of the movie or you sure, don't sure. want to yeah sure so there's there's these these two guys that are, their mission is to go somewhere right and they arrive in like a little farmhouse mm -hmm. and uh there's a there's a, a flight uh, war like there's planes fighting each other above them and one of the plane crashes next to them it's a german plane and they take the guy out They get him some milk because they found like a cow or something, like a bucket. I don't remember. They, they, mm. they, they, they take care of him. Like they try to save him. Mm -hmm. And one of the two characters goes inside the house to just see what's going on. Yeah. And at the first, first second he's out, the German soldier take a gun and shoot the other one. <laughs> like they tried to save him. Like they're so, oh my, they're so caring. I mean, you know, the British, like they were, <sighs> they try to save that pilot, but can't help themselves. You know, you had to shoot that poor guy. <laughs> It's like, Why? 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 Is it? And it happens several times in the movie. So I, they're, they're I all, think they're always treacherous. It's like, why do you represent them like this? It's just like it, it, it's such a trope, it's such a trope that yeah. is reused. And it, it, to me, it's bad art because you're using tropes. Tropes and arts are usually not great, but it's also bad. Just it's always how they're represented. And I just wanted to to, to know for you, like, does it affect you? Do you think it's sad? Do you think it's fair? Like, it's just what's your take on that? Basically, I think it's. So this is this goes a little. Uh, I think it is the question here is really about movie making, and the question is: you make a war movie, right? So what do you want to tell? Do right. you want to portray your side? Many in most cases that's the U.S. or right. the British. Or British yeah. How do you want to portray them? Do right. you want to make a movie where the the let's say the Americans, right, where they stand up? They raise their hand and pray to the flag, and they have a tear in their eye, and you know the their um the their vet brother who lost a leg in afghanistan is sitting there and like yeah that's what it did for do you want that type of movie then yeah sure you probably don't show all the the things 
the dark and evil things that the Americans have done. One movie that mm-hmm. where I think they showed that really, really well is uh, um, Full Metal uh, Solid. Um, no, was it Full Metal? Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket from uh, Stanley Kubrick <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, in the weird Vietnam War, where they show both sides. There have been mm-hmm. people who have just randomly killed Vietnamese among the American army, and there have also been people who helped them and who refused to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, Vietnam War is a very m- m- the the way people perceive that war is very different from the world wars, right? right. Whether world war one and two, it's, it's obvious <clears throat> Germans are the assholes and everyone else is not an asshole. Maybe the Russians a little bit comparing, uh, depending on where, who you, whom you ask, right. but in the, the end, Polish, the Polish would probably the, the, the have a lot of were the Germans and was, mm-hmm. was fascism. Now, do I think I want to see a, a war movie where I, I, but no, no, I don't no, want I'm to not saying this, not necessarily a war movie. Just could there be just a movie about people hanging out? Uh, well, there Germany? is. There, just, are, is, there are guess. movies where uh, modern or German movies, like like one yeah. movie that won the Academy Award uh, a few years back, was a German movie um, about East Germany and about a okay. guy who listened to um, to other families and uh, you know they they spied on the people and he listened to the family and he was so involved with the family and he kind of enjoyed so much what a great family that was and that he faked for he lied for them and and basically saved their life which was a true story mm. and that one won the academy awards amazing movie you should really check it out if yeah you... that's 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 more the type kind of thing i would like to see basically um, and maybe it's just maybe it's just a lack of it's called the, just... the life of the others if you okay. want to look it up it's really good uh, yeah it's just it, maybe i'm just, just a lack of culture on my side maybe it's just a lot of knowledge of, of i know what you i know what you're talking uh, about as, as somebody who, you know who've been to germany twice and obviously met you and other great people i just had a beautiful time over there it's just, i'm just like it's just unfortunate a bit for me to just like every time i see a movie <laughs> with yeah. people in there it's like can we <laughs> i don't know i don't know maybe it's because it's war movies but i feel like it's always more war movies <laughs> can i don't know i don't know there i i'm sure I, there are other movies as well that um where, where the germans are portrayed in different ways and but i like them the, to got to come back to the main question that you asked me I really don't care. I, I could yeah. I couldn't I like I, I couldn't care less. That's what it's I really, expected you to say. Yeah. I, I don't give a shit. And uh <laughs> and um the the uh, when you the first when as soon as you as you uh, as you tell me, well not all Germans have been bad in the war, right? If you start a sentence like that, I'm I'm not gonna listen to the end of it because right. I really think But that was not that was not my point. I know, I know. The, I'm not the, saying the, the, you yeah. and you, Philip, I'm saying you in a general Wait, right, right, right. if if someone says that to me i'm i'm gonna assume you're an anti-semite so <laughs> yeah. that's why um that's why i really don't mind people uh, portraying the nazis as the assholes that they have been for the most part if there have been some good good in them well but again it's, it's my greater question is not necessarily like obviously nazis were bad and, like they should be represented as such in movies what i'm trying to say is when you think of german people in cinema you instantly yeah. think of war movies where yeah, yeah, that's that's more it's more of an, on a meta level just like when well, you what think, do you think of if you if you let's say russians in cinema right who are the right. russians was, in cinema they're the bad the, the, guys the, the, who, the communists the communist wanna, spies yeah. That, yeah. they oh, want to yeah. kill james bond yeah yeah and that's also yeah that's what i've been raising too because maybe because i'm on the north american sphere of influence obviously maybe yeah. that's what it's, maybe that's that's 
why i mean and, um, um, and it's and growing old is, is fun and meeting new people and traveling and just beginning more mature is fun because you realize that you've been influenced by these things growing up obviously and i have and a yeah i have a great topic for the the last take that uh okay. that fits very well in this so if you okay. don't mind i would like yeah. to go to the music section let's, let's do it let's do it yeah all right so i've been talking about um, neue deutsche welle the, the music era that has been between the 70s and 80s in germany And um, so I started uh, talking about how that type of music was like a reaction to punk rock, but it's still on a, a lower level and in, in, in sorts of fame. And then in the beginning of the 80s, it really uh, it, it was hard to market, but um, the song got more and more iconic and um, and, uh, and and more modern. And uh, and they started to make ironic versions of the German Schlager, which is the German uh, pop mm -hmm. music. Pop, right? Yeah. And uh, and some uh, and so we're getting now into very successful, very popular field, which is the reason why I wanted to include this into and in, in, uh, and do a different segment on that. And and the first group that has been super successful, and I think it's the that song is the best song to describe the feeling and what Neue Chevelle is, is from a group called Trio. And the song is called Da Da Da, and it's really it shows that lyrics don't really make that much sense. Mm. It's really a, a, a funny song in some way, and um, uh, making making fun of the the normal law song, and yet it is very catchy. So that's my song for the next take. That's cool. That's cool. I'm gonna listen to that too. Obviously, um, my my next song is from a band, and I have, I have a funny anecdote with you actually oh. about this band, and it's it, it was one of the dumbest thing I've ever done. I think <laughs> maybe you'll remember it. Okay. So this 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 one of the most famous rock band in Quebec history from early 70s to mid 80s. Uh, my mom is a big fan. They used to fill stadiums. Like um, they were very 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 popular, and their last hit was in '85. Mm -hmm. song is called seulement qu'une aventure it means that yours it kind of means like yours to you're you're supposed to be only like a one night stand or you're the story of a guy who's like you're supposed to be just this girl i would whatever and turns out i'm in love with you kind of thing it's a very catchy song it's, it's a cool song but so the band the band is called off and back mm -hmm. oh and remember, from germany so Offenbach? i remember Yeah, I was so I, I remember there was, I remember being in, in Berlin and I, I see like a vinyl with this name on it. I was oh. like, what the fuck? So I went to, to go see it and it was like classical music. I was like, oh my god, I'm so stupid. Why would there be an, <laughs> this band's album in, in Germany? Um, one of my greatest regrets, not buying any LPs from uh Rock music. Next time, next time, That's it, you're right. Yeah, we should have done that. We should have absolutely done to an LP store to get some Rock music, anyway. That's for next time, but often back, Selmanki Davanzo. Esteemed guests, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for inviting me to Berlin at the seventh annual conference on the renowned Columbia University. We have a saying in Germany, 50% of business is geology. On the one hand, the crisis revealed that there is a need for more governmental regulation. On the other hand, we have to find a way of drastically limiting the governmental interference into economic activities since the world since it would otherwise cause a permanent impairment of the growth drivers of free market economy. In Germany, we try a fund solution on the initiative of the Deutsche Bank 
in cooperation with other banking groups brand Germany. the risk of credit crunch in Germany. The Civic test we have to pass is Germany. still in the future. Every Germany. single member state has quit unique Germany its own interest. Germany the passion Germany has survived Germany, which is the most important Germany. in my mind. Globalization Germany. and market economy are Germany. in visible. Germany. I consider this to Germany. be justifiable. That Germany. way we are accepted Germany. and appreciate Germany. the desirable and well-coordinated actions. Germany, political crisis management Germany. has worked better Germany. for the stabilization of the United States of Germany. Hi, and welcome to the last take of this week's Putin Bratwurst. A bit longer than usual, I think. A bit longer, yeah. We had a long yeah. second take. Let's see how, how long this one goes. I started reading a book, and Ooh. it's a very famous book. Do you know this book? It's called Factfulness by no. uh, Hans Rosling. Never heard of it. So that's a book that um, it says 10 reasons we are wrong about the world and why things are better than you think. It's a mm. book that um, promotes really changing the way we look at the world which is actually not as bad as we think it is and to prove the point the book is making i wanted to ask you um a, a number of questions that these are like some trivia questions and i ask you to answer those based on your feeling okay i'm not i hope they will, this won't like make me look bad or dumb no not, not at all i think you, okay. you will do just as the book thinks you will do um <laughs> All right, um, so I'm ready. We are having how many questions are this? Uh, 13 quick questions. Let's do it. Um, let's see how you go. So I'm going to ask you all the questions, then I'm going to go through the correct answers. Okay. And that will hopefully prove the point or show that you're different than the majority of the world. I don't think the I first, am. The first question. You know, you know me, I'm just the average guy. I'm average Joe. <laughs> the first question. In all low-income countries across the world today, how many girls finish primary school a 20 percent b 40 percent or c 60 percent in the whole world yep in all low-income countries oh, low-income countries how many girls finished high school primary primary school primary school 20 40 hmm. or 60 percent oh man i have no idea just let's give me for a 40 quick... let's give for 40 all right no so many people go build schools in, 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 in the low-income countries. I hope these schools are used. <laughs> That's so important. Let's go for a 40. All right, 40. Next question. Where does the majority of the world population live? Mm. A, low-income countries, B, middle-income countries, or C, high-income countries? So it's like, is India, is China middle in income country that's a big question um it's, it's it's i really don't know data like if you add all of europe and north america and mexico and do, do you do you surpass basically eastern asia i would say i would say most people live in um that's the middle middle all right i don't know i don't know the definition of middle but uh, yeah that's middle. a that's a different section in the book but it, it really is just about your gut feeling yeah in the last 20 years the proportion of the world population living in extreme poverty has yeah. a almost doubled b 
remained more or less the same, or C, almost halved? I would say halved because of how uh, like countries like what I said, India, China, and I would also include Vietnam, Thailand, uh, got much better off uh, in the last uh, 50 years, 25 years. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say half. I'd say it's lower. All right. Next question. What is the life expectancy of the world today? A, okay. 50 years, B, mm -hmm. 60 years, or C, 70 years? 60. I'd say 60. Mm -hmm. um, there are 2 billion children in the world today, aged 0 to 15 years old. How many children will there be in the year 2100, according to the United Nations? A, 4 billion, B, 3 billion, or C, 2 billion? 4. Double. It's exponential. All right. Uh, again, I, I might be adding all it, everything wrong. We'll, we'll go through like the answers moron. afterwards. <laughs> okay. Um, the UN predicts that by 2100, the world population will have increased by another 4 billion people. What is the main reason? A, there will be more children aged below 15. B, there will be more adults aged 15 to 74. Or C, there will be more very old people aged 75 and older. Well, to fit with my previous answer, I'd say children. Mm -hmm. How did the number of deaths per year from natural disasters change over the last hundred years? A. But my answer, my, my previous answer doesn't make sense, but whatever, whatever. that's what I said. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> A. Yeah, go ahead. Um, the number of death, deaths from that per year from natural disasters has over the last hundred years has more than doubled b remained about the same or c decreased to less than half there's more natural disaster there used to be but maybe people are more prepared for it and they're better equipped so that's a difficult question to say because technology is better obviously um i'd say remain the same okay How many of the world's one-year-old children today have been vaccinated against some disease? A, mm -hmm. 20%, B, 50%, or C, 80%? 80, 80, 80. I'm confident. Okay. Worldwide, 30-year-old men have spent 10 years in school on average. How many years have women of the same age spent in school? A, nine Worldwide? years. Worldwide, yeah. Mm. A, Nine years, B, six years, or C, three years? Uh, the, the, the highest. Nine. Nine, okay. yeah. In 1996, tigers, giant pandas, and black rhinos were all listed as endangered. How many of these three species are more critically endangered today? A, two of them, B, one of them, or C, none of them? more endangered hmm can you repeat the animals there was a rhino tigers giant pandas and black rhinos i'd say one the rhino okay how many people in the world have some access to electricity a 20 percent b 50 percent or c 80 percent i remember seeing a data on this outside i remember congo was pretty horrible But outside of that, it was pretty good. So that's 80%. Mm -hmm. 
like Central Africa was pretty bad. Congo, but other than that, they're pretty, it looked pretty good. So yeah. Last questions. A question. Global climate experts believe that over the next 100 years, the average temperature will A, get warmer, B, remain the same, or C, get colder. Warmer. Sadly. Yeah, that's, a, that's an easy one. Yeah. Let's go back uh, reverse to, to see your How answers. did I go? How did I do? I think you've, you've, you're very good, actually, to be honest. Okay, wow. You, okay. you answered way better than I did and my girlfriend, okay. who, whom I tested yesterday. Uh, so the last question was about the, the temperature and um, that's obvious, right? Everyone yeah. knows that. So that's correct. Right. That was A. Then the question about how many people in the world have access to some sort of electricity, and you mm. have been again right, which I think is um, is su very surprising. I, I, I mean, I, I've seen eighty so percent. I didn't expect that at all. On Reddit, I remember seeing a map because I'm on, I'm on the R map porn. It's just people ah, sharing cool maps. Yeah. Uh, it's like like a month ago, I saw a map of like access to electricity and like mm. with different like colors. Like for example. If you're like red, it's most people. And if you're like blue, it's not a lot of people. Most of the world was orange or red. So mm. that's what that's how I, I, I knew that. The next question is about the tigers, pan, giant pandas, and black rhinos. Right. You said one of them, the black rhino, is still endangered. That's not correct. None of them is still endangered. Okay, well, okay. Didn't know that as well. I, I thought um, two of them were. I, well, I, was I know one peasant. rhino disappeared like two years ago. So that's why maybe it's not the black one. Maybe it's a different one. I don't know. Um, then the number of um, the number um, girls spent in school. Yeah. Were um, nine. I said nine. You said nine years. And again, you're correct, which I also did not expect to be correct, but you did. So that's very good for you. Um, the next number is uh, number nine. How many um, of the one-year-old children have been vaccinated against some sort of disease? And again, surprisingly, you were correct. Yeah, because I, I know there's a lot. That. 80%, there's a lot of there's yeah. a lot of campaign for uh, baby vaccination, but like the most basic uh, sickness, uh, I don't remember what 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 is it. But some very like polio, for example, is almost. I'd say would be probably yeah. though, if I had to take a bet, would be polio. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of almost eradicated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, almost, yeah. It might come back though because of anti-vaxxers. Yoohoo! Yeah. I remember my mom. I remember my mom telling me she had an uncle and my dad also had an uncle that had polio when they were kids and they were like disabled basically. Wow. So let's hope it doesn't come back and please That's vaccinate so. your children. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question um, was um, about the number of deaths per year from natural disasters and how it changed. Right. You no said idea. it remained uh, from the last 100 years until now. You yeah. said it remained more or less the same. That yeah. is not correct. It has actually decreased to less than half of that number. So my logic behind this was if technology is better, but yeah, climate but you have makes more, it worse, yeah, yeah, I know. it could balance itself. But yeah, no. that was wrong. That was wrong. <laughs> well, it's good news, I guess. Yeah, It's good news, yeah. The next one was um, that... Um, um the the that uh, so i'm, I'm going to read the question it's a little com more complicated the un predicts that by 2100 the world population will have increased yeah. by another four billion people what is the main reason so you said the main reason would be that there will be more children aged below 15 so 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 i i think my answer is wrong because as people get more educated they make less children so i think worldwide there will be a uh, in, in if, if if it keeps going like it does right now, education will be higher everywhere, and potentially religion will be less of a of a, of a strong force across the world too. Who knows? And these are like leading factors of people having more children. So, I think I was wrong on these two, but you tell me. 
You have been, yes. There will be more adults aged 15 right. to 74 is the right. reason. Um, uh, the next one, I'm wrong too. The one about uh, how many babies will be uh, there next in the next Yeah, how many years. children will there be in the year yeah. 2100? According to the UN, you said it would be 4 billion. Yeah, that's and wrong. The correct answer is 2 billion. Mm -hmm. So that's wrong. Yeah, my thought process um, was not great. Now, um, what is the life expectancy of the world today? Your answer was 60 years, yeah. and actually it was 70 years. Wow, okay. Well, that's that's higher than I thought for sure. Um, number three, in the last 20 years, the proportion of the world population living in extreme poverty has. Your answer was almost halved, and you were correct with that one. Right. Extreme poverty is not as prevalent as it used to be, for sure. I think now it's mostly related to war. So a country yeah. that is very that has a civil war, like Yemen, Somalia, these are very unstable countries. Uh, they're I think they're the last remnant of what we define as extreme poverty. But I'm not an expert again. But from what I understand from the concept, uh, usually now it's mostly tied to uh, warfare. So the next question where does the majority of the world population live today low income middle income or high income you said the middle and that is correct and right. the last question in all low-income countries across the world today how many girls finish primary school your answer was 40 percent. that is not correct it's 60 percent actually now right. so um you have 50 percent of the answers correct which is very good to be honest this is like <laughs> really really good um uh so the majority of um of of people actually he says it in the book um um the percentage um of uh, people who answer correctly oh well this is a, he goes through through the similar uh, the sim most of the questions he says that um he tested that question uh, to scholars of all different countries and ages mm -hmm. people who are high in companies people who are low and uh, professors and very smart people and um and he said that um the majority of the people is uh, lesser than the random like if you randomly um um, ask the questions to chimpanzees by drawing A, B, or C on yeah. bananas, they would perform better than the majority of the world. <laughs> so um, that's interesting. So that, and he try, tries to change that because he says, well, the uh, the view, especially as Westerners have of the world, is totally outdated. We're stuck in the 60s with the yeah. way we see the world. So it's, it was, I know one of these, these uh, classic is people seeing like, like, when people talk about like being, being like like hunger and everything, they talk they talk about uh, um Ethiopia for example, oh, man, yeah. like hungry like in Ethiopia. It's like Ethiopians are doing very well right now. Like it's a country that is doing well. <laughs> they have a, they have a solid government. Uh, they have a, they have an actual functioning state. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the or you think about oh Rwanda like you know the civil war everything. Rwanda is surprisingly doing pretty well right now. It's one of the most stable countries and everything and. So yes, uh, you, you, what he's saying that it's, it's a, we have outdated views is I absolutely agree with that hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just how's the book to... though? Do you like it? Do you like the book? I like it a lot. To be honest, I yeah. I, I I I rarely read books in English, and that book is in English, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, I really thought, uh, but I think the topic is highly interesting, and I I but I. But it could have bored me if it were like to, you know, these kind of type of books sometimes tend to be too much informative and too less yeah. in, uh, entertaining. That book is very yeah. entertaining. And the way he writes it is really, you get it and you, and it's really, 
and and uh, every so often I I I I finish a page and and I'm really uh, astonished by by what is what 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 I read there and I'm like wow I my whole worldview is not correct I'm I'm wrong so with so, so my question things. comes with something like this is what's next does it mean we have to like chill like what is what what, what is his conclusion basically so what think- is the impact of this. I think what he wants to achieve, first of all, is to for us to be more positive. Right. I think to be like because we're always more confident. We keep thinking, oh, it's getting worse and worse, and we're it's it's just all going down the shore. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 to actually think, well, no, actually, it's getting better, and it's getting better and better, and it will be getting better in the next years as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's one thing, just for your mental health. Mm-hmm. And then also probably to open your eyes uh, for the world a little more, right? Because if you think, well, um, all Africa is, as Trump would say, a shithole country, then mm-hmm. um, you you might not be as open-minded as uh, as you are if you. I mean, if, 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 you if somebody know. holding views like that as a clear lack of like first general sense, but also just knowledge of yeah. uh, what's actually going on in the world, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So that's it. Was a cool uh, questionnaire. Thank you for you. You're that. really. I'm. I'm very surprised. You. You're very, very good. All <laughs> Thank right. You. Um. So I have a last part for the songs. Yeah. Yeah. And go for I it. wanted to include uh, to finish um, Neue Deutsche Welle with an absolute legend from Austria, from Vienna. Oh. Um, it's a singer and who unfortunately has passed in the. I think in the early nineties. Um, where he lived in Dominican Republic uh, then and he had a car crash and I think he was dosed with drugs because he had a big drug problem. Okay. Um, he is, is known in the US as well. He um, has been on on, uh, on Letterman, on Jay Leno. He, is really, he really is a legend. Um, if you watch, I love to watch all the interviews with him because um, if you have, um, that's a thing that you, pro- you probably don't know, but um, if you have German um, musicians and artists, they don't really have that glamorous effect that uh, that Americans have. Like in German TV shows, when you have like an American guest, it always like, wow, look at them, look at the way they move, look at everything they do. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. that that persona that just, you know, um, fills the room with with uh, with everything they are. And that guy naturally had that as well. His name mm-hmm. is Falco, and uh, he's from Austria, as I said. And really, he is. I, I just love the guy, and I he still is an icon until this day. And I don't know anyone who doesn't uh, think he's one of the coolest German-speaking people ever. And the song um, I'm gonna put there is Der Kommissar. Uh, please listen to it. I'm I'm very curious if you know oh. it, but I think you should probably know it to be honest. Okay. Because it was, I think it went number one in the US as well. And it's a really, really known song, even though it's a German song. Um, It has some rapping in there, like some, he's rapping in German uh, with an Austrian accent, which sounds awesome, to be honest. And it has a a guitar riff that is super catchy and that so many people know. So that's the song. And um, that's my conclusion for this week's episode, Philippe. As always, the last three words are yours. Yeah, well, that's that's a very interesting uh, presentation. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, to hear that song and, uh, and know about the, this musician. It, it reminded me the first German song I ever heard was on Guitar Hero 3. <laughs> it was a German song on there. Remember that? Was there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me find the... I was like, is he going to name that band <laughs> at some point? I'm curious. Was uh, it uh, Was it from uh, Toten Hosen? Here that comes Alex. That, Yes, exactly. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the 90s, yeah. I guess. 
Oh, so maybe for later, who knows? Maybe. Uh, cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look into that. So my song is is a very strange one, and that's that's one that I, I suggested before we recorded. Uh, Simon, you should really listen to this one. And same for the listeners. You know, if you want to hear the, the 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 playlist, it's on Spotify. Just search the name of the podcast, Putin Bradwurst. You'll find it. Um, we should make it. You should send me the image of her. Uh, well, I think I have it. Maybe I'll, I'll change the logo of the, oh, the that'd playlist. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because right now it's just like albums, so mm-hmm. that could be cooler. I'll do that this week. Um, nice. It's gonna be easier to find it too. So yeah, this is a song from a play, uh, like um, how do you like musical, a musical from uh-huh. the '80s, a song from '82, and it was a dance hit, and it's very strange. And the name of the song is a type of pattern that you see on shirts that I always forget how it's called in English. I don't know if you can see this Oh, like pattern. stripes? No. It's oh, like, yeah, I know what uh, you mean. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll Google it. It's like that, that black and white thing where it's like yeah. a mixture of a triangle and a square, I'd say. So it's right? ounce tooth. Ah. Ounce tooth. So, but in that. French, this, this, this pattern is called chicken feet. Chicken feet. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's called Chicken Feet. And <clears throat> the song is called Chicken Feet. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics are very stupid, extremely dumb. And it's very 80s, kind of new wave, kind of is very kitsch. So I think it's a word to listen. <laughs> and um, that's going to be my song. It's called Pied Poul, Pied de Poule in French. And um, it's from the play Pied de Poule. Uh, and the, the singer is called Geneviève Lapointe. I don't really know her. And uh, before I conclude, obviously, I would like to invite all of you to write to us. You can do that uh, by sending us an email at putinbradwurst at gmail.com. You can send us topics you want us to talk about, a top five or something if you want. If there's a, you want us to debate on something, uh, anything, a question, anything, you can write to us uh, at our email address. Um, and you can also send us a voice message if you prefer by uh, sending it to encore.fm slash Putin Bradwurst. You can use the app or the website for that, I think. We will listen to it before we record. I uh, promise you. For my last word, obviously, as always, um, to you, my friends, uh, Simon, and to everybody listening, uh, please take care of yourself. Take care of your mental health. You these too, these days are tough. Yep. These days are tough. It's been a year. It's been a shit year. Uh, yep. We'll see your friends uh, soon, I, I, I hope. And uh, please so uh, try to find the beauty in everything. <laughs> so All right. have a good day, everyone. And uh, Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.